You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. 20 minutes after 5 o'clock in conversation next with William Bird, Executive Director of Media Monitoring Africa. So media organizations have called for the withdrawal of the SABC bill, raising concerns surrounding the additional powers being given uh, to the Minister of Communications at, at the board level, and the bill is not addressing the sustainability of the public broadcaster. Concerns have also been raised surrounding the introduction of the bill to Parliament before the finalization of the draft white paper on audio, um, audiovisual media services and online content safety. To help us unpack some of the concerns, we now joined by William Bird. William, good afternoon or good evening. Thank you so much for making time for us. Some of the concerns that you have raised, unfortunately now the closing date has come and gone. Um, but where else do you think you'd be able to um, make some of the changes that are required and the concerns that you're raising? Um, you know, the, the, the simple truth is this, is that if you look at this SABC bill, there's, you know, you struggle to find anything positive about it. And the reality is, is because there isn't. What government has failed to do uh, for years now is, actually look and say, how on earth are we going to address the sustainability and the financial crisis that the SABC is facing? The previous board had suggested, I think in their first year, various uh, initiatives that the government should look at and urgently try and um, deal with in order to put the SABC on a more sound uh, financial footing, and government hasn't. Instead of moving to address that, they present the public with a bill that's, uh, I mean, it, it's embarrassing at, at, at just how how bad the bill is. It, it really is, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years and I've not seen a piece of legislation that's this incredibly regressive and backward-looking. It offers nothing to help the SABC address its financial crisis. What it does do is, is it regurgitates models that have not worked and it makes them worse. So I'm referring specifically to this idea that a public commercial side is going to somehow fund the public uh, side of the SABC. That model has never worked. Instead of dropping that model, which by the SA, which by government's own draft policy they say it doesn't work, instead of dropping that model, they double down and they say the way this is going to work is that we're going to introduce a new commercial board and the minister is going to have power over that board. I mean, it's it's patently ridiculous. Um, you know, if it was April Fool's joke, it would be it would be a cruel one. But the fact is that they're putting this forward as a as a as an attempt to to what to see the SABC fail. The real question for us isn't so much how bad the bill is. It's it's a question of what on earth would compel government to put forward uh, a draft piece of legislation that would only do more damage to the SABC. What what's the proposal then that Media Monitoring Africa has when it comes to the funding model specifically and how to deal with that? And if we look at international um, broad, public broadcasters like the BBC, for instance, what's their model when compared to what South Africa currently has? So this is precisely why we've been arguing for the white paper. And if you look at the original draft white paper from two years ago, there were some very innovative ideas and thinking in there around how you could possibly sustain the SABC. And there are lots of kind of options for that, right? If you accept that you need a public broadcaster, which I think we do because we're a democracy, then you say you have to fund the majority of its public mandate from the public purse. So how do you do that? 
You can look at a, um, at a public interest content fee. You can look at raising funds, for example, had ICASA, instead of just taking that money from the selling of the uh, board, uh, the, the, the spectrum, had that gone into um, an independent uh, public service content fund, that would have been a useful start, having a few billion rand there for, uh, for people to use to produce quality uh, public interest content. There are lots of options that they could have and should have been looking at for the last 15 to 20 years. And the fact is this government hasn't done that. They've systematically failed to do that. And instead of doing that, they then present a bill that offers nothing. So it's not for us as civil society to say, this is exactly the model. We can engage and we've suggested ideas and put forward suggestions and all of the various submission proposals. But government is the one that ultimately has to say, okay, well, these are the things that we're going to put there. And instead, what they've done is they've said in this current draft, we're giving the minister three years to come up with a plan. What on earth did they need another three years to get going on something they should have been doing 15 years ago? Yeah. I wonder then, with that said, also, William, how often should we review a funding model considering um, how the media industry um, changes every now and then, new software, new technology that is coming in, uh, but also the consumer behavior and how um, the audience is consuming news and consuming entertainment? Now, you know, that's a critical question because, of course, the media sector has changed fundamentally from what it was 15 years ago. We're operating in a policy environment that was last determined over 20 years ago. If you think about where we were 20 years ago, and yet the SABC is still forced to operate as though it's living in, you know, in, in, in the year 2004. That's where we're at. So it's not that you would have to then change it every few years, but what you do want to do is say, you need a policy framework that is alive to the ongoing changes uh, and the digital um, revolution that is occurring, because that's the, that's the latest thing that is cause such fantastic turmoil and change in, in, in the media sector. And unfortunately, this bill does nothing at all for that. You know, the, the mention of digital is only passing because it's no, no understandable because it's 20-year-old uh, ideas that are, that are driving it. But what we do need is to say, how do we retain public interest content and public service uh, programming in a digital environment because the BBC is struggling. Lots of public broadcasters around the world are struggling. So it's not as though that's unique to South Africa, not by a long stretch. But what is unique is our government's abject failure to look and say, how do we allow the public broadcaster to look and find and do different things in order to be financially viable? And when you look at the draft paper on audio, audiovisual and media services and online content safety, um, that not being finalized as yet, do you think then it would be premature to go ahead with the SABC bill? Well, yes, that's the other thing, because, of course, the whole thing of, of how government works is government says, this is our policy in relation to fishing, for example. And on the basis of that policy, you then pass laws that determine what your fishing process should be, etc., etc., here, you've got government that has said we've got a draft white paper. We're not going to finish that. In fact, we're going to stall that for two years. And in the interim, we're then going to put forward a, a bill that doesn't speak in any way, shape, or form to an updated draft policy. So it's not only illogical in putting the cart before the horse. This is putting 
it, 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 it just doesn't make any sense as to why government would take a bill that is drafted 25 years ago and try and pass it now when the SABC is on its knees. Thank you so much for your time. That is William Bird, Executive um, Director of Media Monitoring Africa.